0: Welcome to the Success IQ Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 135. For those of you who are new to the show, I'm Jeff Nicholson, and I'm a specialist in performance and mindset, working with entrepreneurs all over the world, supporting them to be the best and perform at their highest level in life and business. And I achieve this through my coaching and online programs. If you're listening to this episode in your car, cafe, home, or if you're really lucky somewhere exotic, my aim is for you to learn and implement the valuable lessons shared in these episodes. Remember, to be exceptional, you need to pause, reflect, and implement. This episode is sponsored by BarterCard, which we will hear more about later on in the show. So let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having an amazing week. So we have got another great guest lined up for you this week, Dan Meadows. Now, Dan is a multi-million dollar Amazon seller and co-founder of the Wholesale Formula. Dan has mastered the Amazon marketplace, growing his own business to over $17 million in sales. He's passionate about sharing his knowledge with others who are just as driven as he. Dan and his team of experts now dedicate their time to teaching others how to grow and scale their own wholesale based Amazon businesses. Dan's students have ranged from those with little or no Amazon experience to Amazon veterans who were able to take their businesses to the next level. Under Dan's guidance, students of the wholesale formula have collectively sold over half a billion dollars worth of products on Amazon, and he's here to share his formula with you. Welcome to the show, Dan. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me on, brother. I am really looking forward to this conversation. Dan, before we dive in and start getting into the really cool stuff, could you give us a little bit of a backstory
1: of what's brought you to this point today? sure so for those of you uh for those of people in your audience who, who don't know me uh like i we have a business that sells on amazon and we have a training course that also teaches people how to do that so i you know that's that's my area of expertise is the um is selling uh, selling physical products online so uh we got started and it was it was mid 2011 and it's kind of funny how we got started one of my buddies uh and, and uh, fellow uh employees at the place I was employed coworkers, I suppose came in and he was talking about the, uh, the selling on Amazon and I was like ah oh, that sounds pretty cool man but I remembered the days of selling on eBay and because in college like I sold on eBay and I, I ran like a pretty solid little business for a college kid I was doing about a hundred thousand a year but it was a nightmare you know packing and shipping orders answering all the questions like it was like a full-time job and uh, I was like no bro I don't have any interest in uh and And doing that again, like that's that's a nightmare. And he's like, ah, it's not that bad." And then literally, like six months later, uh, he comes in and he said, uh, he he, he, ge- he gives his notice and was you know he was he was leaving uh, leaving the company, and this guy made a six figure plus salary. like he's making probably one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. And I live in Corbin, Kentucky, which is super, super, super small area. I mean, there's more cows than people in this town. And you know there's just not a lot of there's not a lot of six figure jobs here. So it, would, it blew my mind that he was, he was leaving. And uh, so I, I wanted to learn more about the model. And he said, that's why he was leaving. He's making more money. He, it, this is his exact quote. And, you know, it's kind of funny. He's like, I'll be honest, man. I just make more money sitting at home in my underwear, selling stuff on Amazon than I do coming to work. <laughs> and I was that's like, really? Life. <laughs> exactly. You know, that, and that was, that was mind boggling to me. So he said he would take us out, show us how he did it. And he was just buying stuff at Walmart and taking it and selling it on Amazon. That was it. And was making more than $150,000 a year. And so me and my buddy, Eric, we were working at the same company. And, you know, it's kind of funny because we had good jobs, but I was always looking for side hustles. Like, I'm just an industrious dude. And uh, I love getting involved in in, in ways to make money. Like, I'm passionate about that. It almost makes me feel bad sometimes that I'm passionate about making money, but it, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Because it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, with wanting to, with, with, with turning it into a game. Like people are competitive about everything and mine just happens to be trying to make money. Um, so we, you know, we'd tried other little ventures in the past, but this Amazon thing sounded really cool. So we got started with a $600 credit card because my wife, like, you know, with all my little side ventures and stuff, she didn't want me to use any personal money. She's like, no, we're not doing that. And I, I didn't even have any credit. Like I, you know, I had a pretty good job. I didn't have any credit so I had got it. That was my first credit card was our $600 little credit card. And we went to Walmarts and we're buying stuff after we get off work. We'd go on the weekends and it was insane. Like we, you know, just, we could buy almost anything and it would just sell on Amazon. You know, bear in mind, this is 2011. And with that $600 credit card over like the four or five months that we did it uh, before Christmas, it was, we, we ended up doing $50,000 in sales in Christmas all generated from that little $600 credit card, you know, maxing it out, paying it off, max it out, pay it off, max it out, pay it off every time we would get an Amazon payment. And it, it just multiplied into that, uh, uh, you know, $50,000 in sales, which it wasn't great, uh, you know, but it wasn't bad. It was, it was surprisingly good compared to what we, you know, what we had spent and stuff. So uh, in late in December, it was really awkward because I, I, I got fired from my job and it's, you know, I, I had a six figure job when I was employed, but I didn't, I, my mom, when I was growing up was ravaged. I mean, absolutely ravaged by credit card debt. And I, I'd always watched that happen and I was terrified of debt So whenever I, you know, after, when I got a job, I, I just bought things in cash. Like I bought my house, I bought my car, I bought my wife's car. I paid off her student loans. Um, and then like a couple of months before that, we had to replace the roof on our house. We had to replace the HVAC. It's just like such an unfortunate time. But when I got fired, I only had four, like $4,100 in my bank account. And uh, that was just to pay bills. And, you know, I, I, I had uh, my wife, uh, like I, I remember the day I got fired. I went to my little office that me and Eric had rented to store our crap in that we were buying from Walmart because my wife didn't want me to bring it home at the time. <laughs> and make the house look all junky. So <laughs> I went there after I got fired and I sat there and cried for probably like two hours. And I was just trying to think of honestly what am I gonna tell my wife? We you know, we have a brand new baby uh who's one year old one years old. This is like days before Christmas. And I, I concocted this crazy idea that I was just gonna tell her I quit. And, and I I was really going to pursue this Amazon thing. And I, you know, it sounds crazy, but number one, I was super embarrassed. Like I was, I was mortified that I got fired. It was actually funny. I didn't actually tell my wife I got fired until years later, years later. Um, but uh, then I, you know, I also wanted to show confidence that I could get it done on Amazon because I didn't want her to be scared. And uh, so I went home, I told her, and she just said, stop, no, stop it. Go get your job back. And I was like, no, you know, I, like, I'm really confident. And she's like, I'm not go get your job back. And I was like, yeah, you know, that ship sailed. I, I can't. So, and little did you know, I mean, I, I couldn't, I mean, I was fired, you know, I was terminated. So, I mean, over the next few months, I literally worked myself to the bone and uh, was out there shopping every single day, you know, from, from morning to night. And it's kind of crazy because you know, like target, for example, the closest target to me is an hour and a half away, an hour and a half. And you know, there's just not a, a lot of stores to shop at. So I was driving Hundreds, and hundreds of miles a day, just shopping at these stores. And then I would spend the night. Um, and it was me my business partner, Eric, he joined me late in January. He, he left his job too and just decided to come on and, and really give it a go too. So me and Eric were just driving around and we were making great money, but it was really tough, man. Like, uh, you know, just not seeing our families, uh, constantly being out there. And it, you know, if we, didn't, if we didn't go shopping, we didn't get paid. So, uh, you know, we did that, we ended up doing that for all of 2012. And it was because we didn't really have a bankroll to, uh, to, to try to switch course at all. And in 2012, we did $840,000 or 860 dollars maybe uh, in sales. And it, our margins were great. We were probably net margins were around 20 to 25%. But the problem is, is, you know, even though that sounds like a decent living, I, that was what I was making in my other job. And I was working, I mean, I, we were working 70 hours a week easy. Like we would we would be out and we would just leave on on a, say a Monday and go shopping for you know five or six days and then come back uh go spend a day with our families and then pack and ship everything, send it out to Amazon and do it again and it was it was just absolutely crushing uh so we'd ended up doing it through we're doing it all the way through twenty thirteen again and we were we were going even harder in twenty thirteen just to try to make more money because it's like well, if we can build up a cushion, maybe we can uh you know be able to spend more time at home and stuff like that. Maybe that's what's missing. And we kind of developed another plan for how we'd spend money. We were going to buy a lot more after Black Friday this year and just basically have a reserve of inventory going into 2014 was our plan. Um, but I remember, so Black Friday is like the biggest shopping day of the year in, in, in the U.S. Yeah. and I've seen the videos. I've seen yeah, the it's, videos. It's, it's madness. Like, it's, it's just absolute madness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but for my business, you know, because there's such big discounts on that day and where we were shopping in stores, like I had to be in the store that day. I had to be there because, uh, you know, that's where the deals were. And I remember walking away. This was the second year I walked away. My little girl had just started talking. Uh, she was, you know, she was like two and a half at this point. And she said, you, you're you not staying for Thanksgiving? And she started crying. And I mean, I'm tearing up right now, like just just thinking about it. So, you know, like the previous year when we went out, we were like super excited because we were getting ready to buy all these deals that was going to make us money. And the whole time we were driving, all I could talk, all I could think about was, you know, I can't even, I, you know, being a business owner means I can't even, I can't even enjoy Thanksgiving dinner with my daughter. Um, so I was talking to Eric and I was like, man, you know, I, I feel good about the progress we've made. I feel good about, um, you know, where we're at financially, but wait, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't just continue to walk away from my family at every opportunity and not get to see those critical moments. You know what I mean? Uh, Cause you, you get one time to see them. And so it, that was, that was like kind of like the point where we started, um, really trying to diversify our business and make it more sustainable in, in terms of our personal lives. So, um, uh, we in 2013 we or 20 yeah 2014 we we started trying a variety of things like we uh, started a little retail store here in Corbin that sold toys and games and that's because it's what we you know it is what we knew but there's not enough traffic like it was doomed to fail because you know it's it, it's such a small market and you know I, I can't I can't buy big enough volumes to get the discounts to drive my prices down to really compete so I was trying to compete on a unique. Uh, having unique inventory and stuff like that, but there's just not the traffic set to do it. So the store was going to fail and we ended up selling it. So it didn't really hurt us. Then we got in, then we started another project that um, was uh, uh, my little pony website. Like, it's kind of funny to say it, but we had watched the documentary about my little pony and we knew everything. Every time we picked up my little pony stuff, we would sell it like crazy on Amazon. And you know, there's, it has a large collector base. So we started the website It actually didn't do too bad. And, but again, it wasn't, it wasn't something we could be passionate about. It also wasn't something that um, I felt could grow enough to get to the point I wanted it to. So we ended up selling a website and and didn't, you know, we we made a little bit of money, but it wasn't anything, you know, it's maybe a couple thousand dollars uh, that we made profit. So it was a good learning experience, but that was about all it was. And then we just decided like, you know, we know Amazon, we know how to sell on Amazon. Let's just look at models that let us not go shopping. So we tried private label and, uh, you know, a lot of people have heard of private label and uh, you know, private label is a fantastic model for what it's worth. It's absolutely a fantastic model, but we weren't very good at it. Like we, you know, it it takes it, you know, to be successful in that, uh, particularly with good competition, you have to be a strong marketer and those weren't skills that we had at the time. But the first product we picked made us a bunch of money. Like we made over $200,000 in profit in like a, a, about a three month period. And it was just dumb luck. You know what I mean? And we found the right product and then competition caught up and we got swallowed because they were better marketers than we were. And the next product we did had marginal success and then ultimately failed. The next product, product we did had marginal success and failed. And then we had one that just kind of flopped. And, you know, these were just losing. Like we, ultimately, our private label experience, we made money because of that $200,000. But it was just, it, at the time, it was just like, man, we can't, we can't replicate this. Like, we just can't do it um, and over and over and over. And it's not consistent in our business. It just felt like we were, you know, scratching off lottery tickets almost. And so then we were looking at other sustainable methods and wholesale was the next one on the block for us. And we did what everybody else does. Like, you know, whenever you want to change your to to learn about wholesale. We Googled wholesale. We read all the information that we could. And, you know, everything told us to, uh, to go set up accounts with distributors, um, uh, to, uh, go to, uh, trade shows and we did that we set up these accounts with distributors and they would send us these big giant piles i mean like massive catalogs of crap that we would just go through line by line and there would be nothing 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 and then you would find an item you would make you know two dollars on that you could sell you know 25 times a month and it's just like really i can make 50 dollars, and i've given you know i've been looking at this for 15 hours or 10 hours or something like it's just it was a nightmare and then, you know, now there's uh, softwares to kind of help with that. But at the time there wasn't. Um, and it, it was just, it was an absolute beating. And then it was like, maybe it's trade shows. So we ended up going to ASD, which is like one of the largest trade shows for uh, retailers. And we, you know, we walked around the event. We didn't really know what we were doing, uh, but we we ended up buying some product. And it was, it was awkward because I, I didn't, I felt like it was wrong because we, we didn't have time to do the research that we, we would ordinarily do. And it was just uncomfortable because that's what they're there to do. They're there to take orders. So we're trying to figure out. And ultimately, I was like, you know, we spent two or $3,000 to be here. We need to spend some money, like, to, to justify it. And that was a terrible idea. You know, if any of you guys ever do, you know, do trade shows in the future, don't feel like you have to spend money at them to justify being there. The money you spent to get there is already spent. And, you know, you can't throw good money after bad. And, you know, I'm, just, I'm not saying that there's not great products at ASDA. There's people that go and spend millions and millions and millions of dollars profitably. It just wasn't us. So we ended up placing some orders. And by the time the products even got to us, we were losing money. And it was just, I was, I remember just sitting there completely dejected thinking that, you know, you know I, I wasn't worried that I wasn't going to be able to put food in my kid's mouth. What I was worried about that I was never going to get to see my kid eat the food. Um, you know, I was like, just feeling like the only way we can make money is just hustle our, uh, you know, hustle our ass off. And, um, it was just, wasn't it, that was, that's not sustainable to me. And, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. We we're sitting there and they, I remember I picked up this product that was just sitting on the desk it's just an arbitrary product. I don't even remember what it was. And I was like, you know, man, like, I wish I could carry this one item, this, this item. I don't want to go through 5,000 catalogs to find it. Just, I want to find an item and I want to carry it why does it have to be so, so, you know, so complicated? And Eric's like, you know, let's just call the manufacturer and see. So I remember we found a product that looked really cool and looked like it would be a, you know, a potential good product for us to sell. And I called the manufacturer and I was like, yeah, I, you know, I'm a retailer, an online retailer. I'd love to carry your product. Can you tell me which distributor I'd need to contact? And they were like, well, and we could just set you an account, set you up an account directly. And it's like, you, you mean you will sell the product to me? I don't have to buy it from a distributor. And they were like, well, yeah. And I was like, Oh God. So what's the minimum order? You know, and, and you're expecting uh $30,000 or something. And they were like, yeah, $250. And you know, if you get to a, a $500 order, it's free shipping. And then a uh, $750 order, we, we knocked 10% off. And I was like, really? Like, you know, Oh my God, it's this easy. And I, they sent me the price list that was good. And it was the first wholesale product we carried. And I'll be honest, Jeff, I was like, I was like, you know, when I hung up the phone, I said, holy shit, man, we're going to be millionaires by the end of the week. If it's the, if it's this easy, like that's, you know, if I can just call them and they say yes, then uh, like game over. So my next mission in life was to call as many vendors as possible, but I ran into the next roadblock and it was that, you know, people didn't, you know, they, they said, you know, we already have our Amazon channel covered. We don't need anybody else. And that was whenever we had to really adopt the model that we use now. And that was, you know, so the model that we use now is we don't try to work with a thousand vendors. I try to work very closely with a single vendor and I try to provide them with value beyond my wallet. Because here's the thing, if it's, you know, if it's a competition and who places the biggest order, you know, me or you, you, you may have more money in your bank account and you may win. And you know, I can't always compete like that. They're just bigger fish out there. Like there's always bigger fish. So, We decided that we were going to focus on how we could help them beyond spending their money, and that meant growing their products in the channel. You know, you know, uh, how can I make their products sell more on Amazon? That way, they make more money, and I make more money. And I remember I called this one brand, and it was actually funny because it was a product I used, and this was the first time I truly overcame an objection. And this is, you know, this is what we use to build the foundations for our training course, the wholesale formula is the model that we you know it, it's it's literally just built on what we do um, but that 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 particular call I I, I you know I'd sent this g- uh, gentleman an email and he responded with we're no longer you know we're not looking for any Amazon people and uh, but I knew the brand and I knew the product and I went when I went to the product and looked at the listing like it didn't have enough pictures the pictures were crappy it you know it had a shitty title, shitty description, like everything about the listing in terms of its maintenance was shitty, but it was selling good. And it was because it was a great product. So when I go, you know, I was I, I end up calling him. I was like, Hey man, you know, I sent you an email about carrying your products on Amazon and you told me you weren't looking for any more Amazon sellers. And he's like, yeah. And I in it. And I was like, you know, I understand that you probably, get, you probably get harassed and harangued all the time. But, um, if I could just get five minutes of your time, I want to, I want to see if I can actually just help you out. And he was like, you know Sure, man. Sure. And I was like, all right, do you got five minutes just to go to your, go to your Amazon page? And he's like, yeah. So he goes to his Amazon page and he's like, before we get here, man, I just want to go ahead and tell you my situation. Currently I have three sellers on Amazon. Two of them are the biggest uh, are two of the biggest sellers on Amazon. They were eTails and River Colony Trading, both of which do hundreds of millions of dollars per year on Amazon. And he said, so, you know, realistically, what could you offer me that they couldn't? And I was like, probably, you know, I can't offer you anything that they couldn't offer you. But I just want to show, you know, I just want to show you something and, you know, so he, he gets to his page. And then I, I, I said, could you bring up another page with this this brand? And he was, I was like, that's your competitor. And he's like, oh, I know who they are. And I was like, okay. So he goes and he looks at his page. And to him, it just looks normal, right? Like he doesn't know what he's looking at. And then he brings up his competitor's page. And they have beautiful, pictures they have an awesome title they have great bullet points they have a great description they have they're answering all of their questions and uh, you know when a customer asks on the page they answer the question if somebody leaves a negative review they reach out to the customer to find out what the problem was to see if they can help to get the customer to remove the review because they want their product to be featured well and so when he sees it he i was like you know realistically you're, you're right man i was like so you see the difference right and he said absolutely and i said so you know here's the difference like, I can't offer you a single thing that those guys can, can't. can Like, they could do all of this stuff. And in fact, if you hang up the phone right now and you call them and tell them, they'll probably do it for you. They'll probably just do it. And I was like, but here's the, you know, here's the difference. Like, you know, your account 157 to, to them or 190 or whatever, you're just a number. Like, to me, you'll be my second account. You'll be the second person I work with and my absolute priority. And you'll never have to wonder if this kind of thing will be fixed again. And I'll just take care of it. you don't have to ever reach out to me. It'll get done. And it's because I want you to make more money and I want to make more money with you. And I was like, so, you know, if you'll give me one order, I'll get it fixed and you never have to work with me again if you don't like what I did. And he was like, man, I'd love to work with you. And that was what taught me that realistically it's not about, you know, any type of business you're in is not trans. it's, It's not just transactional. Like there is that element of human in it where you know, if you genuinely want to help someone, you're much more likely to be able to work together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a freaking cool story, man. Um, okay, so I've got loads of questions. So the, um, so a couple of things is, you, you know, have you always been the, the, a sort of a scrapper in order for you to get yourself to that level
1: of success that you aspire to? Have you Have always been a fighter? Crazy. Like, uh, you know, whenever I was in school, like I remember and I started trading basketball cards, uh, and selling uh, cause it was, it was funny. My mom worked downtown and she worked right across from a little card store, uh, you know, a, a basketball card store whatever. And I would just walk over there every day and they like, I, I was like, well, so you guys buy stuff, right? Can you tell me stuff you're looking for? Cause I just wanted to make money and I, you know, I was in second grade and I got my friends collecting cards at school and we would trade and I would go sell cards to the card shop so I could buy more stuff. Um, And then, you know, that was like the first first memory of it. And then when I was in high school, I, you know, I I played a game called Magic the Gathering. And that's what I did. I traded cards and that's how I made money. And then in college, I ran a video game store and traded magic cards. And that's how, you know, my eBay store is making $100,000 a year. But it was, you know, it it was just because, uh, you know, I I love I love selling stuff. I love, you know, I I love business in general. I love thinking about how to uh, how to make money.
0: Yeah. And do you, do you think as well that that sort of how you saw your mom live with the struggle of that debt? Do you also think that was a big motivator in saying, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to get to that point?
1: I mean, for sure. Like, you know, and my mom did, for what it's worth, my mom did the absolute best she could. Like it's um, but it's, you know, I i it's it's kind of funny, and, and you know, I, 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 I say this in in the in the best of ways. Like the you know, the day I moved out, I've I've lived better every single day, and it's because I had complete control over my life. Like I, I lived a better a better child, you know, better than my childhood. I, I have more access to more things. My kids have my kids have access to more things and experience, and that's what I wanted to provide. Because you know, it, it's it, it's funny whenever. You, you know, you're in, in school and you see your, all your friends having the newest and best toys and you're, you, you could never get them. And uh, you know, so I, I, I'm 100% certain that it's definitely impacted my view on, on why I, I like making money and why I like teaching people to make money, because that's the thing is, you know, that whole transformation in your life, whenever you go from uh, having to think about every dollar you spend to not worrying about it is unbelievable, the, the freedom that it gives you.
0: Yeah. So with, with the with the sort of the selling on Amazon and, and that sort of strategy, what do you think are, say, the three biggest mistakes that people make?
1: Number one is not not getting started. Like there's a thousand reasons to, to not get started doing anything. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, they're like it's a it's a it's a platform and anybody can do it. So if like you have interest in doing it, then you, you should just try like you should absolutely try. Um, the the next thing is is people give up easy like that's you know for what it's worth i mean i have been through some absolute uh just just you know trials like in in terms of my business and i don't give up and that's the most common thing we see is when when stuff when when things get tough that uh people get uh, people give up and and then the next thing is is you know have realistic expectations like it's, it, you know, it is, it, it, I, I, for what it's worth, I think Amazon probably is the easiest form of business on the internet right now. Like with digital marketing, there's no, you know, there's no clear cut path to do it. Like you can, you can do it, ha- you know, a million different ways with Amazon. Like everything's pretty structured, you know what I mean? Like, and, and you don't have to acquire an audience. They have the audience for you to sell products. So all you have to do is find the product. And I, I think that that being kind of like a, a a singular mode Uh, to make money makes it the easiest, but it's still not easy. I mean, it's not easy. It's, you know, it's much easier to be employed. You have to want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's a
0: bit, it's a, it's a, you've got to have the hunger and not just from the point of the fact that you need to feed, you need to eat, but you've got to have the hunger to keep on going for that sort of thing. And one of the things I'm, I'm noticing on your, on your site for the, the wholesale formula is some of the great little liners, like the guy who's you know, wanting to help, uh, stop his wife. So she make enough money so she can stop his wife working and then being able to buy their first home with their Amazon thing. I think that's Tim Rosette. Um, you know, and you've got some of those stories that you just go, um, you know, the, but it's that persistence, it's that courage, and that's tenacity to keep on moving on, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Because that, you know, there's, there's challenges in anything you do. And that's the thing is that everything, you know, whenever it's, everything goes smooth and it's easy to con- continue to do it, right? Like as long as you're making money, but the first time the challenge comes up, that's whenever you determine if, you know, why you're doing it, because it, it becomes a, a question of is money itself. I remember yeah, for what, like my brother to show you how scalable it is. And this is why like people should get started. My brother a couple of years ago talked to me and he's like, Hey man, I don't want to like sell on Amazon full-time. I don't want to run a business. Like I love my job. I just want to make extra money so I can go on vacations. And I, so I I was like, yeah, you could do that. And I helped him get started. And he, you know, he would work on the weekends on his Amazon business. And that was about it. Like he didn't do anything else. And and he he was able to generate a a $30,000 profit in his first year just by just by selling on amazon so it's you know it is scalable and it is doable at any level you don't have to be you don't have to want to run a full-time business you do have to get started though
0: yeah is there is there specific niches that work better on on the amazon platform than others
1: Uh, for us honestly we actually sell products in every single category that's that's Possible, like I don't, you know, I don't sell Kindles because I can't sell Amazon products. But (laughs) um, but if it's a possible category to sell in, we do sell uh, products in that space. For us, it's it, it really is. It's more about the relationship sign. So whenever I tell people who are getting started, they're always like, "Hey, where should I start?" It's like, you know, whatever. You don't even have to be an expert on it. Like you know, if you go hunting on the on the on the weekends, or let's say that's something you enjoy then I would start in sports and outdoors and look at hunting stuff. And that's because, you know, when you talk to a vendor, you call somebody, it's just easier to have a, hun- a conversation. Like it's easier to have a conversation about something you like than, you know, it, like if you told me the, a, a good product to make money would be uh, hair gel, you know, like if, I, if it were my first call, like I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't use hair gel. So I, <laughs> like it wouldn't be something I could be passionate about and really talk about my experience with the product. Looking
0: for a great business opportunity. BarterCard franchises are based on an area model. And it's simple. The more business you generate, the more you earn. Owning a BarterCard franchise gives you the control to be your own boss, along with the reassurance and ongoing support from a world-class global management team. Franchisees grow their business by meeting business owners and demonstrating how BarterCard works and how BarterCard is a key tool in the development of their business by guaranteeing to bring new customers and increasing sales, saving cash and improving cash flow, providing the opportunity to fill their spare capacity or downtime and sell their excess stock without special offers or discounts, improving profitability, and providing an interest-free line of credit to preserve cash. In return, BarterCard provides a comprehensive support program, including business planning templates, office setup and support, regional marketing support, and initial and ongoing training. If you're interested in this amazing business opportunity, please contact Nadia Ruhi on 0800 840 6333. That's 0800 840 6333. So um, what we're gonna do now is we're gonna to go to the second part of the show, and this is where I'm gonna ask you a set of questions. So, um. So the sure. first question is: On average, how much time a week do you dedicate to self development?
1: Oh wow, um, that wasn't where I thought you was going with that question. But uh, probably a, a fair amount. I, I mean, it depends. I guess what you what you characterize. So that's body, that's
0: body, mind, and soul. So it might be um, personal development in the sense of reading books, or it might be learning about new products, or it might be improving yourself in some way. Oh, for
1: sure. Uh, no, it's uh, like. I would, I would estimate 10, 10, hours. Like I read every, you know, I read every single night, uh, like b- a business book. And it's not always about the business I'm in. Like it's just things that I feel like I could learn about. Uh, I work out, uh, and I, I research that like I, a, a year and a half ago, two years ago, I weighed 325 pounds. Um, and, and I've lost over a hundred pounds because, because I've I've really focused on on that aspect of my life. So definitely a big part. And I think that's, I think that's part of a big part of being a successful entrepreneur is making sure that you are the best you and that you can deliver results. No, that's cool. And number two is what
0: book has made the biggest impact to your self development or personal growth and why? Um,
1: Hmm. I, I've actually had, I, I mean, honestly I've, I've, I've read so many, but there's been, there's one, uh, foundational book that I use in business a lot. Like, uh, uh, that kind of like, really helps me understand um, uh, processes like, or not, not processes, but understand the overall conceptual business. And, and it's from good to great by Jim Collins. Like, you know, the t- talks about hedgehog concepts and stuff like that helps me understand how important it is to be focused. Um, and it really got me thinking about growing business the the right way. Um, but there's a thou, you know, there's thousands of other books I've read that I think can have, a, a, an impact, a crazy impact on people's life. That's cool.
0: Okay, question number three: What app makes the biggest impact to your business or life?
1: Um, uh, currently, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You <laughs> said <laughs> business or life because yeah. I, I had it snapped yeah. off for business, but then it's well. Hmm. Let's separate. Let's do. Let's do both. What is the one for business? Uh, it, in on inside of our business right now, it's, it's jungle. It's probably jungle scout. Um, okay, what does that do? That is a software that is used to find, um, uh, to help us to help us search out leads. It's, it, it, it's, it's our lead generator, basically. Um, and then, uh, in personal life, I hate saying it. it's probably Facebook and it's, it, it isn't personal. Like I literally never, I've probably not posted on my personal Facebook in a year uh, at least, you know, maybe a year. I don't know. I just never do really. I, but I'm, I'm in there all the time. Because we have a a Facebook community and I love interacting with other entrepreneurs. So it, all of it's strictly, you know, interacting on that front. Yeah, no, Bill.
0: Okay, question number four. What's the biggest mis- business mistake which turned into a valuable lesson? And what did it teach you? Uh,
1: biggest mistake... Uh... I mean, it, it, it's kind of like a two a two prong mistake, right? It's uh, I, I remember, I, I think I could have grown my business much faster if I would have been willing to hire sooner, and, and that's you know that's the the problem was is I was afraid to hire. I, I was afraid to give up part of control uh, part parts of control because I, I felt like you know the quality of work would go down, and that's probably true. It, it actually did, but it didn't matter because so much extra work gets done. Um, and then the, the second caveat to that is not firing sooner. Like, you know, that's like, it's it, whenever you, whenever you get somebody bad or whenever you get somebody that's, that's not good for your organization, even if you like them as a person, even if you, uh, you know, I've had to fire people that I love like brothers now and it's really hard, but I most, most times still, I feel like I let it go on too long and, and it's because I, I care about the person. But it's you know realistically that's that's a big lesson for everybody is hire you know hire fast and fire faster.
0: Yeah, no, it's a good one because sometimes it's not personal; it's just business. And I know yeah. that's a cliche, but it's it is a valuable lesson that sometimes you can learn and implement. And if you just become aware of that a little bit more, then you know things. Can I mean, get I had fun. to go
1: through like I had to go through that in the the biggest way possible. I, like I've I've been I mean man I've been through. I like. You you go you, you you're in business for you know six, seven, eight years and, and you're scrapping you're scrapping and, and getting stuff done shoestring and involved on the day-to-day operations. You see a lot of stuff that comes up. Like I've had to get I've had to get rid of employees. Um likewise, uh we we recently had to go through a buyout process for one of our partners. And that was that's one of the hardest you know, that, that was one of the harder things I've ever had to do because it's somebody I, you know, I, I legitimately love like a brother. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. Okay. Uh question number five. What are your challenges in harmonizing work and life, and how do you manage them? Uh,
1: it it th- honestly, it's it's kind of funny, and, and I, I talk about like I, I I was talking about this earlier today. It's um, for me, it's it's it, that's that's very very hard to do, um, and it's because I'm really passionate about business, and it's it bleeds over into my life so much. It's like even when I'm not, even when I'm not at work. I think about work or I think about ideas or I think about uh, stuff and I, it, it just, it, it, you know, it's pretty, pretty consuming for me. Uh, so I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not great at this, but what I try to do is I try to, I try to set, you know, uh, specific time uh, for my family aside where I can't be interrupted and I can really just focus on them and, and their experience. So it's, but it, it is tough. And I, that's, that's an area I need to grow yeah it's
0: it's sometimes it's just starting with like you're doing is that prioritizing? It's just being able to go, okay, this slot of time is for. And although it's it's quite structured and formal, that's the way that it it still can be at least enjoyed rather than, as you say, is as you get just get disappeared and consumed by work. because I don't think I've ever met an entrepreneur that isn't passionate about what they do. So it's the huge challenge in when it's like, you've got two loves you've got your family and you've got your business and it's like sometimes you've one's got to overtake the other it's
1: it i mean it's crazy it's i mean i'm, I'm not kidding i mean I'm, I'm i'm passionate to the point that it's hard for me to sleep sometimes like i just have so much going on in my head that and it's you know i want to be up and i want to be in front of the computer researching or writing or doing something and it's it's tough yeah
0: I mean, I'm i have I'm a lot better than I used to be, but I sometimes just I my you know my wife can sometimes catch me writing notes and stuff in the middle of the night, because yeah. it's like yeah, why have you been in the bathroom for so long? Oh, I'm just I'm just working out a new formula that I want to try out or something tomorrow no. or something.
1: It's I mean, crazy. I can give you an example from last night, man. Like last night, I went to bed, and you know, the night before, I went to bed at like three in the m- or two thirty in the morning, and I wake up at I wake up about seven to take my kids to school. Um. And I, like last night I tried, I was like, man, I need to go to sleep. Jeez. op. So I made myself go to bed at like 1030 and I laid there for like an hour and a half. And then I got up because I just, you know, I can't just sit there and stare at the ceiling and I got up and I went and worked and I, you know, it was, again, it's three. Actually I got to bed at like three 30 this morning and, uh, it got up at seven and have just been up since man. Like it's every day for me. I, I that's like my, almost like my daily schedule and it's, it's it's funny because uh it, it's not uh, like it's just that i there's so much to think about and there's so much to 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 want to grow like there's so much opportunity particularly right now in the world and that's that's what I'm consumed by right now is like our i'll be honest we've 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 got such a phenomenal team in place now, and like we've been working on this for a long you know we've been working on this for a long time and there's just so many things that we can get accomplished that there's, you know, like uh, it's, it's crazy. We have like six different projects running in our business right now. And it's like, I'll, I, I'll, I'll be laying there and I'll be thinking about, you know, Ryan's project. And it'll be like, gosh, something pops in my brain and I just have to stop. <laughs> and it's like, if I go to sleep, I'm going to forget it. And then I'll, I, I sit there and I try to remind myself, like, remember this in the morning, remember this in the morning. And then I just get worried and I go work. And then once that, that, once that rabbit hole's open, it, it's,
0: it's open. So just for just for um, useful, the, the brain race that you have there when you go through it, the best strategy in the world is dead, dead simple. Have post-it notes next to your bed and you'll never forget it. I might do it. To, Jeez, yeah. Pete. Well, because brain, you Because what's happening is, is you're so focused on I don't want to forget that that causes stress and then your sleep will shut down. But if you can write it down on a piece of paper, then actually what your brain is going is I've dealt with it. I can look at it tomorrow. But quite often what we do is we fight with ourselves So I cannot forget this. I cannot forget this. And it's like, I don't need to think about a pink elephant. So what generally happens is, is you start to think about other things and you'll start to forget it. So write it down just on a piece of paper. Don't use a phone because that's blue light and that'll reduce your melatonin. That'll stop you from sleeping. But if you write it down on a piece of paper, then that at least will allow you to remember it the next day. So you may wake up with a wall, a ceiling and a, a wall, like a mosaic of things that you're trying to remember because you've got such one of those minds, but you've just, just to be able to dump it and might help you to do that.
1: But anyway, sure. <laughs> um, no. question. It, it's crazy. Like I, I mean, I'm going to try this for what it's worth. I'm definitely going to try it because that's half the time. That's what it is. It's like, I try to go to sleep and I just get something on my brain and then I, I wake up to, to go, you know, and it's usually innocent. It's like, I'm going to go, you know, send, send Ryan a message about that. and then. As soon as that starts, or I'm sending, you know, Tana a message or something, as soon as I do it the first time, it's just I'm working for two hours because I love what I do, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: and, and actually a useful app, although I don't normally um, have apps next to my bed, is an app called Brain Toss. So Brain Toss is what you do is you simply press the button, record the message, and it'll email you.
1: Huh. Well, so, I actually writing them down, man.
0: Okay, so it's called Brain Toss. And you can do it in three ways. You can record the message, take a photo, or just write a note and it'll email it to you for the next day. Shoot, yeah.
1: I'm definitely going to check this
0: out. There you go. Okay, question number six. What advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out?
1: Hmm. Uh, Oh, it's everything doesn't have to be perfect. Like that is absolutely not. It is done is better than perfect every time. Like it is... Uh, because that's, that's another thing is that, you know, that's part of what kept me from hiring people is I was worried about being perfect and I, I didn't realize that done is always good enough and, and you make more progress by doing than you do by, by strategizing to make it perfect. Yeah,
0: No, good one. Good one. Okay. Question number seven is what is your definition of success?
1: Ah, uh, that's such a I love that question. The, uh, Oh, well, for me, it is honestly, it's freedom. Like it's, it's freedom. Uh, I don't, you know, money is money is what it is. Like for me, money is a money is like an exchange object, right? Like I, I need it to be able to buy the things, but I don't really care. I, I you know, I don't care how much of it I have as long as I have enough. Um, but with my, like the freedom and this is an example of it exactly. And this is what I missed in my life, you know, in those first two or three years of business. I asked my little girls before school started this year. It's like on uh, Tuesday. It's like on a Tuesday, and, uh, you know, it starts next Monday. I was like, uh, hey guys, what is one thing you really, really want to do before you go back to school? And Marissa said, I want to go to Hollywood. And I was like, all right. I literally booked us a flight that night. We flew to Hollywood and we spent the rest of the week in Hollywood and, and went to the Santa Monica Pier and we rode scooters downtown and all we did was have fun. And, and that's, you know, for me, success is being able to give that kind of experience to the people I yeah. love.
0: Yeah, and it's the experiences you remember. You don't remember the iPhone that you just bought, but you do remember the special occasion that you've, you, well, I don't know, one of one of mine is, is I went skiing with my wife in Lake Louise in Canada. I'll never forget the laughs we had on that, but I can't sure. remember the hotel. I exactly. Remember, you know, and that's, that's the thing. It's, it's it's the experiences that are a lifetime you remember them forever. Okay. Question number eight, do you have any daily routines or rituals that make
1: a huge impact to your day? Uh, I, I mean, this is one of the things it's actually funny. Cause I'm reading a book right now uh, by Aubrey Marcus called On, own your day. And it's this yeah, is yeah. Place it's I'm a brilliant book. I'm reading yeah. that at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, this is a place I need to get stronger. Um, but I, you know, realistically it's, I, I do, I do try to come, I do come to work every single day and I do like, even though I don't have, it's crazy. Cause like I, my day-to-day role in our business isn't anything. Like I, I I I try to input into other people's projects, introduce new projects and ideas and, and it just give general coaching, but past that, like man, it rolls nothing. But for me, it's, it's come, I'm here every single day, uh because i want to be and i want to be helping them and i feel like i need to continue to maintain a lot of structure but yeah i'm I'm working on i'm working on developing better rituals and and albert marcus is going to help me yeah i think yeah because i'm
0: i'm reading the book and i'm fascinated by it some of the stuff i just want to naturally rebel and go and there's no way on god's earth i'm going to do that (laughs) but um i have to admit his um lemon salt and uh water in the morning is definitely working for me really Uh, i think he calls it his elixir or something in the book but that's that's been it's been brilliant in the morning for me. So tastes like shit, but it is. <laughs> but it but it works. It works.
1: <laughs> no, I, I actually I was actually fortunate enough to meet Aubrey once. And oh uh, wow, he's he's such an amazing dude, man. Like guy is is is, is unbelievable. And then I, uh, I, I that's that's why I bought his book as well is just because uh, another another ritual I've I've introduced that i hadn't been doing you know i'd lost all the weight mostly with just diet is now now i work out every single day and uh like i I, so that's that that is that is one ritual that's definitely changed for me
0: brilliant brilliant okay sir so we have come to the end of the show this is an opportunity for you to share a little bit more about the wholesale formula how people can get hold of you what do they need to do if they're really interested in um taking on the formula um sure. the floor is now yours
1: no it's uh, you know it's it's kind of crazy because uh uh you know this is this has been a, a really interesting interview for me like i've, I've kind of went through hell I, I teared up on you, I, <laughs> I have you know, we talked everybody. we talked about all my pro like we talked about all my problems and shortcomings and you gave her you, you were it was, it was crazy because your audience literally got to listen to you coach me uh <laughs> so but yeah i mean it, for us i mean i i I, I would love everybody to check us out. And if, even if you're not interested because it's, it's just such a cool, it's a cool business model. Maybe you know somebody that this could work for because I've literally seen it work for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to be able to create a sustainable business. So if anybody wants to learn more about us, we actually created a special page for, for your audience, Jeff. It is the wholesale com slash success IQ. And what that is is a it's a downloadable guide. It's just like a, a thirty thousand foot overview of our business and how it operates and what wholesale is and how you can make money doing it on Amazon. So it's you know it's a a short introduction into our business and people can see if it's you know something that would interest them. And then you know if it is, we got tons and tons of free content and awesome stuff to to be, help people get started
0: brilliant thank you so much for that and i'll make sure that goes on in the show notes and finally just to say thank you so much for joining me um i know we're, uh, we're miles and miles apart but thanks very much for taking the time to do that and i just want to wish you the greatest success
1: thanks for having me on and honestly thanks for the advice like i said I, I've, I've been sitting here taking notes and uh, i really appreciate it jeff you're you're a good dude you know you you have a you have an awesome podcast man
0: brilliant thanks very much take care
1: all right bye First of all, let me just say a
0: huge and massive thank you for joining me today. It's lovely to know you're listening. I really appreciate the support. If you would like to know more about me, the services I offer, how to connect with me on social media, then please visit www.successiq.co.uk. Remember, if you're interested in learning some great strategies that I teach or want to be part of the amazingly supportive community where you can find lives, Q&A sessions, and other great educational empowering resources, then take action and search for Success IQ Alliance on Facebook and join this brilliant group. It would be lovely to see you there. You can tune in and listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, and, of course, iTunes. And if you have enjoyed the show and have the time, please leave a rating and review because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm aspiring to do. I wish you the greatest success and remember, don't settle for mediocrity. Go out there and create and live the exceptional. Have a lovely week and remember, just one conversation can create a lifetime of results. See you next week.